Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And welcome back to the show where we've got a very, very special guest on the phone right now. Blind Guardian are returning to Australia this week for an amazing set of shows that have been selling out. And we thought we would actually get one of the members on the phone right now to chat about this amazing tour. Welcome to the program, Hans. It's great to be here. Thanks. Uh, Mate. First of all, you got to tell our listeners where you are because you have had an absolutely epic last few days. You've been playing. Uh, you've been playing on the seventy thousand tons of metal exactly, yeah. ship. Now you're in Miami. Tell us a little bit about yeah. how the last few days have been for you. Well, they were a blast, but uh, yeah, demanding as well. We played, I would say, two really cool shows. We had an all-star session yesterday um, where some of the band members attended, and we played. Don't talk to strangers and Paula. It was a blast with uh, some other musicians. And yeah, then uh, we finished the big party. Uh, you can imagine 70,000 tons of metal means four days of hell raising. Uh, we had a share in that. And um, yeah, that, now we're having tours. Really. I'm at the airport and I just recognized on the cruise as well as here that the digital world is still not as elaborated as some people would think. <laughs> yeah, for all of our listeners out there, I was actually supposed to do this interview yesterday, but ap- apparently you guys had no reception while you're on the boat at all. And there, there was so much confusion. I mean, that was bro- uh, only the icing on the cake. Um, and then I gave it up and went for a great Japanese din- dinner. So I was rewarded for waiting. <laughs> Definitely. Now, you are heading to Australia right now as well. So tell us a little bit about how you feel about returning back to Australia after nine years. Yeah, we're excited. It's been too long. Um, I know that we have a diehard co-op friendship um, in Australia. And um, yeah, things went different the last years for everyone I assume so it took instead of four or five years which is a long period already eight to nine years until we had the chance to now come back to to Australia and yeah it's the biggest school we've ever played there Um, we play some places we've never been before like Adelaide uh, and Brisbane Um, but yeah we're looking up for all of the shows we have two great shows in Melbourne one in Sydney and they always have been a blast we have great support bands and that means, uh, yeah, people can expect a lot from any of the shows. Definitely. I was going to ask you about that because, yeah, you are playing in some cities that you've never played in before. What does that right. mean to you as an artist getting to play your music in front of fans that have never got to see you play live before? Yeah, some of the places we were hoping to play last time when we have been around, that's a decade. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, sometimes good things last a while and some have to wait a while. Um, for us, it's a privilege, and yeah, it, it makes the fun even bigger because this is pretty much the the biggest trip you can imagine, especially here from Florida, where we're now waiting for train, which is taking us to San Francisco, and then from San Francisco we go to Brisbane. Uh, I think we lose a day, a complete day. So technically, we are there after 
counted three days. It's a really crazy situation. Um, but it worked the twilight, to say. And uh, as I said, the show in Melbourne and Sydney always have been uh, top notch. I believe that the other guys, they are even more hungry because they've never seen us. And we've been told that um, it would have been uh, wise to go there before. So, um, thanks to the promoter, that's a good uh, opportunity. And as I said, because of the, the long distances and the long travel, it makes it more worth the toys. Definitely. And for you yourself, how do you spend that time on the plane? Because it is a long trip. How do you spend that time? Are you someone who reads? Do you try and catch up on movies? What's the plan for that long trip? Uh, certainly not movies. The only movies I'm watching is really what the neighbors, you know, are watching. That's more... And then I'm doing the, the movie hopping, say so. Yep. And um, mostly I feel not directly entertained or whatever they're playing, but, you know, if you, you know, watch only pieces and then you visit another movie, then it's more entertaining for me. I'm basically listening to music and I hope I, I had some sleep. Usually um, I'm decently good in that. Uh, some of the other guys they have far bigger problems with finding sleep. But um, sleep is not overrated, especially on a plane. But these planes, they have the ability to, to stay as big as they are, but they fit more and more seats in. So the travel is yeah, an adventure, especially for all guys. And I'd say mid-sized, but uh, for guys like Andre, it's a bad mask. Yeah. <laughs> now, you mentioned before about the fact that you've got so many fans in Australia. And... Those fans have been growing over and over the years as well. Like, I can remember, um, I first heard your music when I was in high school, um, off a cassette of, uh, Somewhere Far Beyond, but that listenership, yeah, that listenership has been growing over the years. Do you find now that the, the fans at your show are multi-generational, like their parents and kids and maybe even grandparents coming along? Yeah, exactly, but uh, that sometimes really depends uh, on the region we are in. For South America, that is 100% in the case. For uh, Europe, partly. And then you have other spots where, you know, you have a hardcore old school like that internship. Uh, we take them all, we accept it all, and there's nothing wrong with that. And uh, we get them going. And, uh, you know, we are also trying to develop as a good red wine so sometimes these shows with the old school fans are the best and you re- really cannot judge it but it's different everywhere but all in all you can check that out on Spotify for example which is a modern tool nowadays but we have all ages and also the uh, I'd say the 15 to 25 year old but there is a, a major number of people listening to Blind Card on, on such their tools and channels so yeah we have pretty much everyone and um Festivals always bring new people, and you never really know what is the benefit for an old school band like Blind Garden, which is a long, long and has a quite decent reputation when it comes to our genre. Um, but still, I mean, there's something, the one or the other show we're playing with a band, and that brings in fresh blood, where we are really appreciating that. So, thinking right back, going back to when you were working on Battalions of Fear. Did you ever guess or, or think that in 40 years' time, the band would still be going so strong and touring the world? Um, there was no way we had an idea what 40 years would be. Um, we were around 19, 20 when we started the band, and a guy, let's say, 30 years old, was old to us. You know, 
it was pretty, still pretty cool guy, maybe, but you don't have an idea of what, what he is meaning. So, so we were chasing for the big success from the moment one half on. <laughs> it was a bit longer than expected. Um, but yes, now looking back, I think it was very interesting and cool, right? And um, we never felt the age, apart from what I said before, the traveling um, that sometimes is a bit demand nowadays. Uh, anything else, the shows themselves, we are, I'd say, on, on the same level energetic. We are tighter, we are more focused on the music, and uh, that helps playing, if not better shows, at least uh, equal quality shows. Definitely. Now I want to talk to you a little bit about your set list for Australia because, of course, because you haven't been here for nine years, you've had a few albums come out in that time as well. Does that change your set list for Australia because of the fact that you haven't toured here um, after some of these new albums have come out? I, I think we've set up a quite interesting uh, set of songs for all the shows, and especially when playing uh, two shows in Melbourne. We have to be prepared to be a little more flexible and play some variation, but um, the truth is that we cannot deny the classical stuff and we don't want to. Yep. So um, we pick up stuff from 87, 88, and then go on until uh, 2022 when we the uh, So mostly everything is involved. Um, I always have problems to involve a night, uh, a night at the opera songs into to a setup because they are difficult to play and uh, they de demand a very solid, subtle condition throughout the whole tour, and that never happens. You know, so you go for the songs which are uh, even in Dutch uh, decently performable. Even your classic songs, there are so many classic songs there now because of how much music you've got in your back catalogue. Is it difficult to, to pick which classics you're going to play? Sorry, um, you've got so many classic tracks as well in your back catalogue. Does it get difficult to pick which classic tracks you're going to play for each show? No, not really. Um, we decide to go for the ones to send demands or so. Um, that is, you know, not playing them would be a waste because then the demanding of the people during the show, they would be too intense and then we would have to give in. This, you know, creates other problems. So um, we play the ones you can expect. Uh, there's no doubt that a Mirror Mirror or Balana will be set for, let's say, almost every same with a bar song, which we have not played like two times. And uh, <coughs> yeah, the rest is a little bit more flexible. But um, yeah, I, I think for now we have like maybe certain songs we can choose from. And that too, that's the trick anyway. Definitely. Now I know we are running out of time very quickly, so I just had two really quick, two really quick questions for you. First of all, what are your plans for the rest of this year? Are you starting to work on new music? Are, will you be concentrating on touring? What's the plans for the rest of 2024? Uh, we belong to the bands which cannot really begin to new creation when on the, on the road. So we're working on all the concerts we have to play first, and that keeps us busy until pretty much the end of the year. We are still touring uh, North America, we're doing touring UK and Scandinavia. Um, we're playing a lot of the big European festivals and so on and so on. So um, 
I would say this is really dedicated to uh, live performances. Um, we work a bit on acoustic stuff, but that's old stuff which we try to you know, present in a different way. Um, but other than that, uh, I would say we start with the real songwriting in, in 2025. Awesome. Now, to finish off, what would you like to say to all of your Australian fans out there who have already got tickets and are coming along to your show or are about to buy tickets? What would you like to say to them? Those who have tickets, they they have done everything right. And those who haven't, they should hurry up. I think you said it. Some of the shows are sold out and are about to sold out. And, you know, however you look at it, it's almost once in your lifetime opportunity. So... Get your asses better into a situation where you, you know, attend the blind garden show. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.